cliffcentral.com. We're going to go to Pepe Maria just now, and I want to go to him a bit earlier than usual this morning because we've got Blind History coming up a bit later on, and I know there are lots of people who want to speak to Pepe, and we want to talk about his new book, which is called 20 Habits That Break Habits. And um, I love the book because, first of all, it it's packaged to almost look like a box of cigarettes, which I love since we're talking about habits. <laughs> so um, here he is, Pepe Maria. How are you, Pepe? Nice to see you, man. Now you're on mute. Just unmute. There we go. <laughs> I said, let me unmute. Daily yeah. mistake. Good yeah, morning, Gareth. Absolutely. Nice How are you? you? Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm sorry it's taken us so long to actually get you on the show because we've. Um, I received your book. Wow, it's last year already, and um, and I loved. I just first of all, the 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 idea of packaging it like that was just so clever. Um, so congratulations. How's the book doing? This one is doing a bit slower than the first one. The first one actually surprised me um but this one's a bit slow but i think it's also the state of the world you know i know yeah. sales and exclusives down by like 40 percent, so it's impacting it but i mean yeah. I, i'm not in it to to sell yeah. make money out of it so whoever reads it that's good enough for no me. i'm 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 afraid that none of us are going to be like jk rolling rich out of our books right <laughs> <laughs> so true story it is astonishing, just to give people the background, that Pepe Maria has been able to raise the bar, not only at Joe Public United, which is an incredible agency, but also serve people, inspire, and assist everybody towards being the best version of themselves through his books. If you haven't done it yet, you've got to check out his first book, which is called Growing Greatness, A Journey Towards Personal and Business Mastery. And he's just brought out this new one. So tell me about this book and, and why you, you decided to do a second one. So the first one, you know, Gareth, I'm I'm very purpose driven in my life. I mean, it was quite a change from what I used to the life I used to live to the life I live now. It's a, a huge change for me in 2007. So the first book was almost I know entrepreneurs are needed in this country. So the first book was in service of entrepreneurs, and sharing my business journey with my partners to show that you know it, it's overnight success doesn't exist. You know, it's it's yeah. really it's not a truth, you know, and, and there's a famous saying that says it takes 17 years to become an overnight success. So it's, it's a long journey and I wanted to share that journey. And then I also wanted to plant the seed of the power of purpose within a business, which is something that we put at the core of Joe public back in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, so that was the reason for the first book. And then the second book was just an idea I had um, to do the social experiment. Cause I'm an ex smoker, you know, I smoked for yeah. 18 years. <laughs> so I just had this, this, this very strange idea. And then in the end, I didn't know COVID was coming and I had to write this book in lockdown amidst a lot of other things. So it was just an idea. Well, I think it's a great idea and it, it clearly is, is, um, you know, in order to write a book, you really have something, you have to have something to say. You have, you have to feel like there's a contribution you can make here. And I, I think it's yeah. great because, let me tell you, writing a book, and I've experienced this having written two, it's not easy. You, you have to commit to writing. You know, you're used to talking and you're used to, to running a business and all of that stuff is good and well, but you're actually judged there by, by the numbers and by the results. Um, when you write a book, people can quote you a hundred years after you're dead in your book and you have to think very carefully about what you commit to paper there because you will be held to account for everything that you write down. It's, it's a lot more. Yeah. It's a lot more complex writing a book than anything else. So let's just talk about purpose because I've believed for the longest time that this is one of those things that is missing for so many people, and particularly young people. They are that they, they, they realize that there is more to life than 
you know, being popular on social media or having money or, 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 or getting your, getting your rocks off, whether that's just having fun, you know, experiencing the euphoria and the highs of life and being a, a hedonist. There, there is more to life than that. And purpose is very difficult to define because it's so different for everybody. What is your definition of that? And, and how do you think you can help explain to people who are feeling that emptiness that a lack of purpose gives you what, what they should do to fix that, how you can rectify it? So, you know, I think I, I did a very deep transformational workshop because our business went pretty much bankrupt um, a decade, more than a decade ago, mm. with that 2008, 2009 recession. And I went through really sort of, I'm a very positive person. I went through quite a little bit of a dark valley. And I, I started questioning life. So I discovered a, a, a very deep transformational workshop that I did. Um, but I think why it resonated with me is because I'm very strategic. And, mm. and, and in business, or particularly in advertising and branding, marketing, we deal with strategy for brands. And brands all have these three- to five-year plans. And I started realizing I don't have a three- to five-year plan for my life. I'm just living weekend to weekend. And that was the beginning of my journey. So to me, purpose is actually strategy for your life. If I speak on a personal level, right. then for me, purpose is strategy for my life. So I'm very, very, I'm crystal clear on what my strategy is and what my approach is in all my endeavors, whether it's as a husband, a father, a business leader, a creative person, you know, and, and, I, and I found that everything actually then started following that strategy. Which just means I had a plan. Um, and, and actually, in all honesty, the second book is also based on my strategy. Now, what is, but, but, but what is, I mean, like when you talk about a plan or a strategy for life, um, yeah. for many people, that sounds like, like the kind of thing you hear in corporates. They talk about this stuff. But I, mm -hmm. I need to know, because you're a practical guy too, does this mean writing down all the things you want, all the things you don't want, um, who you want to be working with? What kinds of, of personal goals you want to achieve? Um, how, does, how does a plan like that become something practical for you to work on? This is great. Okay, great. So I'd, I'd say the first step is to understand the power of one word. You know, in the world, there's, there's 42,000 listed entities across the globe on all the stock exchanges. And then who knows how many thousands of extra sort of non-listed entities. Mm. I can only find three where there's clarity on the one word that brand stands for. So purpose to me is defining one word that you stand for on a personal level as a, as a person. Mm. It's almost your most, your ultimate one word value is the starting point. Now, whether that is love or care or freedom or um, greatness or, you know, it could be any word of value, but each person in my experience have a deep unconscious word. It's almost like your personal name, like Gareth. Yeah. Gareth is your human name. And, and my hypothesis, and it's through my experience, it's not factual based, but it's through experience. I've learned that each person has an unconscious word that is the most valuable word in your life. And once you uncover that word, you need to you need to work out what that word means because in the absence of working out what that word means, you will not have a defined purpose. So I'll give you an example. Joe Public, the purpose word of our business is growth. 
Okay. How anyone would go at face value, well, that's obvious. The business wants to grow. Mm-hmm. But when we took the time to define the word growth, it means to be the fertile soil that grows our people, our clients, and our country. So now suddenly we've got a concept to build a business on. Fertile soil right. doesn't mean just any soil. So if we grow people that don't just grow, grow like this, we grow them exponentially to the mm-hmm. best of our ability. So we've got people, we've got clients, and we know if we want to play a role in growing them, our product has to be superior. That's the only service we can give to them in that all, the wheel of marketing. And then country growth is our contribution through job creation, our taxes, and also our endeavors in township schools, which we support. Yes. So all those secondary goals that we set our business are all derived from growth to be the fertile soil that grows our people, clients, and country. So for me, it starts with one word. Define that word. That's that you stand that's on. hard. That's, that's not an easy thing to do. Do you have a personal? Do you have a personal word as well? That's not Joe Public. That's Pepe Marais. Yeah, no, I do. So my my personal word is greatness. Okay. And and at face value, it seems like it's the most important word in the word word in the world, and it's not. It's just a word. But mm-hmm. what it means is to bring out the best in those around me. So that's my that's my endeavor. So, so all right. See how the before we before we carry on, sorry sorry to interrupt you, Peppy, but yeah. you you said once you've got your word, but for many of us, that's that's really hard. That's that's difficult to to do because there's so many words that we would use to describe ourselves. There's so many things that we think of when we think of ourselves. Most people's identities and purpose is complex. Um, so so to 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 narrow it down, is there a process that you could go through? Like anybody who's listening to us now, is there a is there a formula you can apply in order to narrow down ten words that say people would write down about themselves and make it make it just one? You see, the 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 sad, unfortunate truth is the place that I used, which was called the center of light, mm. um, and and that was just I, I I've got growth mindset, so I throw myself any crazy experience. They actually through the COVID nineteen in the process of closing down, oh. but I think that's just, that's the way. Now, when people are really starting to ask these questions, because off my first book, a lot of people went through that same experience, because it is such a deep unconscious journey to find that one word. And you're right; it is we are complex. How do you distill it down to one word? But I think just to be conscious of the potential that there is a word as powerful as your word given to you by your parents. Mm. that's in your unconscious and just to start searching for it could be an interesting process um but i know fundamentally that it's true that each of us have a, a very unique word to us to our identities unconsciously that i know for a fact all right i, I love that and i think for many of us this means that we're going to have to go off today and and start coming up with uh, precisely what that one word is um and and it may be for some of us harder than others uh, but that'll help you. And then from there, you build it out. So now that you've decided that that's your word and you've defined it properly, you figured out how you're going to make that word into the thing that describes your life for the next three to five years. Um, mm-hmm. For a lot of people, life gets in the way, right? They 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 forget that. <laughs> I mean, this is easier said than done. But if you apply this thing properly, it should affect and improve all areas of your life. But for many people, they're just trying to survive. And They've got bills to pay and they've got day, daily responsibilities and all of that stuff. And it can be distracting, Peppy. You know, it's almost like 
You know, if you're in survival mode and you're worried about the next meal, it's very hard to think about your word because mm-hmm. your stomach is gnawing at you. So how do we get past that, especially in a country where we've got so many people who are unemployed, so many people who are in poverty, so many people who are in broken homes and who are abused and haven't got much to, to build a future on? What do you say to them? Because it sounds theoretical to those people. Mm-hmm. Look, I I have to say the journey of discovering a purpose and, I mean, it's a very privileged journey. I have to agree with you there. I mean, I'm way beyond just survival mode. But what I can say is when, when I went on the journey, I was in survival mode. I had nothing, but not close to the nothing that the majority of our country have, you know. But But, but at least I have some context that it was not at that stage – there, there was a huge insight that all my endeavors did not result in financial benefit. But when I applied that focus to my life, the money came naturally and, and in abundance. Almost I can't describe it because my, my output did not improve. It was my intention that changed. <laughs> uh, so I still think that even if you come from absolutely nothing, like I would love to bring this methodology into the educational system of South Africa. Yeah, because I think you can plant it into the into the consciousness of children, and start at that age to to find your focus of your life. And it's not your job, and it's not your career and your craft and that passion. It is something that makes that passion even more worthwhile. I would love to bring it in at that level. So that's part of my long term body plan. I just love that that um, line that you used. Now your output didn't change; your intention did. That's that's a that's a massive mind shift, and and anyone can do that, right, Pepe? You don't have to be a university educated philosophy student to figure out how to do that. It's no. you can you can do it in small things, then you can do it in big things too. Absolutely, it's actually about responsibility because it's very easy for me to blame the fact that my father was a drunken lunatic that almost shot us. Yeah, <laughs> he almost killed us at the age of when I was three. Wow! Now I can easily use that and yeah. and 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 blame that for my way I behave today, or I can take responsibility for that and learn from it and become better through it. So that's why I think it's a shift in intention, not necessarily what you do. It's why you do what you do. I'm going to let Flax and Sia come in just now with some questions, but I've got one more for you while we're talking about philosophy. I I notice in your book that you do talk about the the Aristotle, um, you know, his, his insights, because Aristotle was this great Greek philosopher who learned from Socrates and Plato and um, was also Alexander the Great's teacher. And some of the stuff that he said all those years ago, what, 2,300 odd years ago, that stuff's still valuable now. Um, how, how much of that did you go into and, and what kind of a, a scaffolding did it produce for, for you to figure out those, those habits? Yeah. Look, in truth, although I am studying, I'm I'm studying towards a PhD at the moment. It's a hell of a journey. What's um, What's the PhD I'm, I'm, in? It's going to be in purpose. So okay. I'm only finishing my MBA this year because mm-hmm. I'm I'm un- not uneducated. I've got a design diploma from an art school. Yeah. So I had to do a PDM to get into MBA. I'm doing my MBA to get into my PhD. But it's all to to put, um, you know, perceptually to put more. Punch behind my assumptions sure. around purpose. Right. You know, when I'm Dr. Pepe Marie speaking on purpose, because I've done a PhD in purpose for business, I'm you. going to be more believable. 
it's just the way we are. You, know? you would think, would you would think though that, yeah, but you would think that you'd had enough success for people to sit up and take note. And I mean, you've, you've already sold books, which is more than I can say for most doctors in, in, in you know, the arts. <laughs> yeah. Look, one can say that, but I still, I had an experience once again where I actually, I, I told a fib because I could choose between Mr. Mrs. and doctor at a big talk to entrepreneurs. And I just chose doctor. And I saw, I saw the response. Um, well, but maybe it's also my assumption, but that's what gave me the idea to get a doctorate because I thought, you know, it will be a great journey to get more um, input. But to your question, I don't research. I only research now in my studies, but writing a book, I write on intuition and experience. Okay. Um, but, but all this knowledge I know is not my cleverness. This has been around for thousands of sure. years. We've just not been conscious enough to try and apply it as human beings, you know. So, so, so I think COVID-19 is also shifting our, our way of being. Flax and uh, Sia, I'm going to bring you guys back in here because I know you both are, are, are interested in and follow what Pepe's up to. So, Flax, what, is there something on your mind that you want to ask? Have you read the book or are you interested in reading the book, 20 Habits? Have you discovered any things that you can do to break bad habits and to bring good ones in? So I haven't read the book yet. Definitely will read it. Um, it's come up on my social media. Great advertising on the book, I must say. Um, <laughs> the concept of purpose I, I find very interesting because half of me believes I have a purpose and the other half believes I'm wasting my time looking for my purpose because mm-hmm. my purpose is going to change on a day-to-day basis. And if I knew my purpose and if I knew why God put me on this earth, would it really be that fun? Um, so my, my sort of version like pivots around what am I good at so that I can sort of focus on one thing, because I agree when Elon Musk says, um, a lot of people say, um, don't put your eggs in one basket. Elon Musk says, put your eggs in one basket and watch the basket. So I believe you should focus on one thing that you're good at and harness that. So when I'm looking for my purpose and why I'm on this earth, I, I, as I'm 28 years old and that literally confuses me. Like, why am I here? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. So I, I prefer not to chase my purpose or even look for my purpose and rather just day to day deal with the cards that are dealt to me, if that makes sense. You see, so I found my purpose at 38. And if you ask me, like I take life as it comes because that's my journey. I never sort of question why things happen. I, I believe it all happens for a reason to take me to a certain place. Mm. But if I was as clear as I became at the age of 38, it, it would be profound how much further I would be now, knowing what I know now. <laughs> so, And just to your point of fun, because that's always the worry. Ooh, this sounds very serious. Yeah. Let me tell you that my life pre-purpose, I might have outwardly looked like a fun guy. I, I was the life of all parties with my bells on my shoes and my long hair, and I played in bands. I did all this stuff. Inside, I was in turmoil. I was anxious. I was. I had high levels of anxiety. I had social phobia. Once I discovered my purpose with that clarity, I became so calm inside. So my life is, honestly, you ask the people in my in my department, the creative people at Joe Public, mm. we're having fun in a high pressure environment. We are having a lot of fun. So so purpose to me is at the heart of fun because because it takes away so much anxiety. So if I give you an example to bring out the best in people, I can do that. At home, I can do it at Joe Public. Mm. I can do it in my talks. I can do it in my books. It's just that direction. And then when I when I behave like a total 
asshole, which I did the other day when I shouted at someone who drove me off the road because I had a bad morning, I, I was completely off purpose. So yeah. it's not, I'm not always on purpose, yeah, but it's, at it, least I knew you, I was wrong. You know, this yeah, is, at least I could correct. This is amazing because you actually, I mean, the, the title of the book is 20 Habits That Break Habits. But mm. but actually the way you're talking now is almost like an addict who you never are, you never completely not addicted. You have to work at this every day. And working at purpose, as I understand it from you, is it's an ongoing um, it's an ongoing task. It's it's not a battle. It's not necessarily something that's awful. It's actually something that can be tremendously fun and very rewarding. But it never stops. Yeah. You you never you've I, never found your purpose done. Now we can relax. Now everything's sorted. Yeah, Gareth. In the book, I don't know if any of you guys have snow skied. Okay, but yeah. I I started with the green slope and then I went up to to blue and eventually red and I ski black slopes. And yep. I tell you, black slopes are a thousand times more fun than Absolutely. the green slope. Absolutely. They both get you from the top to the bottom of the mountain, but the one, and I find most of us live our lives on the green slope because it's easier. The things that actually are tougher, they grow us and they are more fun. They're mm -hmm. scary as hell, but when you get through them, they're yeah. more fun. So when you ask me about fun, I can tell you my life, <laughs> I have a very, very, very fun life. It does not always have to reflect on my face as big smiles. Yeah. But my sense inside of fulfillment is is insane, and I and I, I attribute that through the clarity of purpose or to the clarity of purpose. Now, what I just if, had an epiphany, and I don't think purpose is the destination anymore. I think purpose is the journey. Purpose, spot on. Oh. You know, business books, business MBA teach you that a business starts with a vision. They confused in my book because you start with a purpose. That is the journey, and the purpose will inspire a, a completely different vision. My vision mm. used to be make X amount of million by 50, buy a yacht, sail the world. Now, what's the value on that? My vision is now to play, play a significant role in changing this country, which, is, which, of course, is like quite a – not a burden, but it's quite a task. But it excites me because mm. it's like okay, it, it makes me feel that I'm bringing more value in this lifetime, even if I don't achieve it, because you're right. It's a journey, and purpose is a journey because it's where you come from as a human being. And, and I feel like people get mistaken. They like feel like once they find their purpose, they can just go sit in the lazy river and they've already figured it out. No. And I don't think that is how it works. No, Pepe, you, you just hinted at one last thing, and we, we've got to wrap this up because we've got to get to, to blind history for this morning. But yeah. before you go, you said just a second ago that you know it may be a quite a big ask for you to say you want to play a significant role in the future of this country. But do you think that many people, based on your green slopes versus black slopes comment, many people, they set the bar too low because they're afraid of failing. And especially in South Africa, we have this idea that humility in and of itself is a virtue. Um, yeah. we, 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 we need to be more ambitious for ourselves and we need to be more ambitious for our country because yeah. at the moment, we're in survival mode and there are too many people in South Africa who are really doing just enough to eke out an existence and just enough to get through the day. And those people who do take the risks and those people who believe in themselves and those people who aim high enough, it seems to me that the rewards come to them much more easily than even they would expect. Yeah. That, that, that dovetails perfectly into that intention. And, and I think when you when you go into this world to truly serve others without wanting to get back, it is quite profound what you get back. Mm. 
That's why I'm saying it's a subtle shift. I was very self-serving before the age of 38. I was a good person. I wasn't a bad person, mm. but I was self-serving. And when I just made that subtle change in service of others, I mean, I sometimes have to pinch myself the things I get to do. And, and I don't even think that I personally or my business or our business, not my business, our business is a collective of people. We, we haven't even begun to add value, the value that we can. So it's a truly exciting journey. It really is. Uh, and when I, you know, if, if anyone listens and it sort of resonates, then just go on that little search, figure it out. It makes life a bit more exciting. You know, otherwise it's just the same mundane every day, every week. Hey, hey, it's Friday. And, <clears throat> No, yeah, you know, it's like no, I agree with you, and and I've I've felt like that a lot recently. So it's it's maybe time for me to set out that three to five year plan now, and get off my ass and actually do something useful. All right, thank you, you very much. You do a hell of a lot, Gareth. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Hey. Uh, you know, the, the the point is, if I said to you, you've already done enough, you'd you'd swear at me because it's never enough. That, you you need it. to keep. You need yeah. to have a reason to wake up in the morning and make a difference. So, Peppy, thank that's you, it. and well done for writing twenty habits that break habits, and that's a great place to start. Yeah. If you if if you've heard anything that, that Pepe said this morning and it's it's done for you what it seems to have done for Flax and, and it's also hit a couple of nerves with me this morning, then pick up the book and that's where you start. 20 Habits That Break Habits. Pepe Maria, thank you very much for joining us.